Hello and welcome to the LF Seasons. It's the Newcastle post-match reaction. A really disappointing result. It was an absolute spitting image of the Leeds game on the Monday. We didn't take our chance in the first half and second half once again went downhill. Salah scoring 20 for the third season in a row was absolutely amazing. But we played too high of a line, which allowed them just to knock it over the top and create the chance. We sit sick, four points off fourth, so it's crucial that we start winning. So how the game actually happens... So in the first half, with Anfield basking in spring sunshine, the Reds made the perfect start as Salah found the net inside the opening three minutes, collecting Sadio Mane's cross with a back-to-goal. The Egyptian spun away from Matt Ritchie with his first touch before thundering the strike beyond Martin Dubravka at his near post. Allison thwarted Sean Longstaff at the other end in Newcastle's first attack, however the hosts were commanding on the ball, with Jota tried his luck twice. In quick succession, first swiping over from Roberto Firmino's layoff before scooping into the arms of Dubravka from a Mane centre. Then on 27 minutes, Salah fed Mane as the Reds countered, but his drive across the goal was deflected wide before Newcastle created their own problem when Kieran Clark's heavy touch from a short goal kick resulted in Jota striking narrowly, narrowly wide. Liverpool went closer still to a second goal but were denied by Dubravka's sprawling save from Salah's attempt to dink the ball over him. With, after Firmino had sent the number 11 in behind. Newcastle's goalkeeper was a busy man. He was required to block a Jota stab towards his net before reclaiming the ball at his feet of Manny, who, had, who as the forward, attempted to sidestep him. Dubravka was a spectator, however, when Manny met Trent Alexander-Arnold's delivery on the half volley 12 yards out. The ball spanned the wrong side of the near post and once again Liverpool couldn't take all their chances. In the second half, the visitors mustered a threat in the early stages, and this where they started to dominate again. After the restart with Allison, twice denying Joel Linton, but Dubravka was called into action on the other end, keeping out Firmino's volley towards the near post with his boot. Shortly after the hour, Andy Robertson's low drive narrowly evaded the bottom corner as Scott, the Scott strode forward from deep before shooting. This coming after James Miller replaced Jota. As the game ticked into its final stage, Salah skimmed the side net with a close-range shot whilst Alexander-Arnold hoisted a volley wide from Thiago and Alcantara's touch-off. Mane and Milner then took turns towards to draw saves sorry, from Dubravka, but there was drama in added time. Newcastle did score a goal, but it was ruled offside for handball. Again, very harsh, but then in the end, Willock netted from inside the box to lead Liverpool frustrated on Merseyside. So I'm going to go deeper into that VAR decision now. So VAR decided Federico Fernandes' forearm challenge on Jota did not deserve a red card. That's when Jota challenged him in the first half and we all saw obviously the elbow. Fernandes was booked in the first half but Liverpool fans felt the Newcastle defender should have been punished even more severely after the clash with Jota. Andre Mariner had turned away from the incident and it occurred after the whistle had been blown. So it was a VAR call. VAR ref Andy Madley took a look at the incident but made the call that didn't warrant further any action. Much to the amazement of Liverpool fans and BT, BT, BT Sport pundit Peter Crouch, he said, I believe much to the amazement of Liverpool, uh, I believe they are lucky. Fernandes has got away with one. There's no need for that arm to be as low as it is and catch him in the face. I know a thing or two about flailing an arm and he's tried to do him. Um, I'm going on to play, play your ratings now. So, Alisson gets a six for me. Forced to play sweeper-keeper as Liverpool's defence was cut apart too frequently. Alisson coped well in terms of shot-stopping and mopping up dangerous moves. Trent Alexander-Arnold gets a five again, the weakest of the back four. Alexander-Arnold looks shaken by the dyna dyna dynamism of Alex 
as um, Alan St. Maximan, sorry, dropping deep and forcing a disjointed defensive line. Kavak gets a six, heavily involved throughout the fr- frantic first half and held firm as covering as a covering centre-back. I've just noticed as Kavak's joined us, he's actually played the deeper of the two centre-backs, whether it's been alongside Phillips or Fabinho. He's played more of a sweeper defender, allowing either Fabinho or Phillips to go and meet the challenge in the middle. And that uh, maybe that's what Klopp's told him to do, or what possibly what when he mentioned recently about how Van Dijk's made made him play the Liverpool way. But we'll see how his uh, future relies at Liverpool. Fabinho gets a six. It's a shame to see see Fabinho back in defence, but obviously it's our only reliable option that we have, rather than gambling with Reese Williams or Ben Davis. Made a big challenge at the end, and unfortunately, as um, well Wellick hit the shot, it hit Fabinho and went in, deflected past Allison. So again. Very depressing and disappointing um, game for Fabinho. Robertson gets a six, a driving force at left-back. Robertson was up and down the pitch throughout, aided by Steve Bruce's persistence with a three-man defence out, out of position win-back Jacob Mercy. And Scott almost grabbed the second goal of the game as he surged forward and a powered left-foot effort just went wide. Thiago gets a seven, had the freedom of Anfield in possession. It allowed him to be more positive in the use of the ball, keeping his head up and seeking out the likes of Jos and Firmino, who just, again... Weren't clinical enough and couldn't finish. I mean, it was totally not right of Jota. Usually, he just finishes every chance he gets, but he missed about five in that game. Wijnaldum gets a six. The Dutchman had a different job in terms of um, structure in Liverpool's midfield. He did relative did relatively well despite the game being too open for the majority, and then dropped deeper upon the introduction of Milner, and the problems began. Uh, Salah gets a seven. What a goal! Unbelievable. Again, very similar to the. Leeds at home first game of the season when the corner or whatever it was a set piece came in and it um, dropped to him on the right side of the box and he just smashed it into the top corner unbelievable stunning stuff from the Egyptian and uh, the first Liverpool player to score 20 goals or more in the first, first three seasons in the Prem unbelievable from him Firmino gets a 6 the odd one out alongside Salah Mane and Jota was Firmino the creative hub in front of Thiago and Wijnaldum and there plenty of positives about his performance his interplay was smart and slick with a neat touch and clever passing, but just once again wasn't clinical enough up front. And finally for the player ratings is Sadio Mane got five, again poor from Sadio. He told away as part of the forward line, but despite his drought-breaking goal against Leeds, there is still clearly a mental block there for our number 10 around the penalty area. Mane wishes a huge chance when he put through, when he was put through by Sal in the first half, but at least continued to throw himself into opportunities as he looks to work his way back into form. So our next match is Man United away, huge, huge game, probably a derby you could still say, but I've got no expectations, I really don't know what's going to happen, but we'll see. So thank you for listening and uh, we'll see you soon.